The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Richard. I'm your host. It is Monday, July 31st. No, it's August 1st. Dang it. August 1st. If you are listening to the podcast, because that's when the podcast is released, the following day after we record it, live on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, it is Friday, July 29th. Happy Fishes in Raleigh Day. Oh, in Raleigh, because you mentioned Hartford as a possible destination. That has that they already happened. Before. They played Hartford already. Yeah, they played Hartford, oh. then they played Jones Beach twice, and then now they're. Dang playing it! I Raleigh. missed it again. Maybe next year will be the year that I make and it. And then they'll play Meriwether Post Pavilion up in Maryland on Saturday and Sunday. Let me ask you something. Um, why do you need to see this band more than once a year? Not you in particular, but, but fish folks in general. Like, what, what's the allure? What are you What are you not getting the first time around? Well, so th- th- that's the good mailbag question. Great mailbag question from Ryan, from uh, P, angry old man P Ryan Wilson underscore seven. Like Syracuse, he gave a three star review. He still got three. The, Come on now, one star review. He still got on the mailbag. Um, and by the way, if you're watching on YouTube live with us. Feel free to, if you got a mailbag question, feel free to drop something in the chat. We'll happily answer it, of course. Um, but uh, so the lure of fish is that they don't play the same set list. Like if if it were a band like. So uh, have you ever gone to a concert and been angry? A fish show? Like upset with the songs that were chosen? Um, no, but like, all right. So like, you know, the Black Keys. Yeah, of course. I actually don't mind the Black Keys. Yeah, the Black Keys are good. But like, I went and saw them and it was, it was, um. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was good, but it was like, they, they play the same songs every single night. This goes to the hipster conversation. Me, you and I were having prior to the show. <laughs> Why didn't like, we get you, live during that? I guess. You don't want to go to a show where you actually know the songs can be played. You want to go to some obscure show where you can say you heard some song that's been buried in some album that was released 15 years ago is what I'm hearing. Is that right? No, 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 no. They don't like, so like, for instance, Whatever they played, so Wednesday was their last um, concert. Wednesday they have a day off, drive down to uh, drive down on Thursday, spend Thursday night, get up and play Friday. Um, they like they well, any the songs that they played on Wednesday, none of those songs we played on Friday. In fact, Fish did uh, famously did man, we, we're really kickstarting uh, people's okay. Monday Mondays <laughs> with this with this raucous Fish discussion. But um, F- Fish famously played a thirteen night run. Um, at Madison Square Garden called the Baker's Dozen. And they didn't... Uh, Clever. They didn't, well, they didn't... Each night had a different donut theme and all the songs were related to... So for instance, we went to um, uh, Chocolate Donut Night and they played... Um, what are they, what's the song? Uh, is it Chocolate Rain? Purple Rain. Uh, no, they didn't play Purple Rain. They, don't, it's, they played Chocolate Rain, yeah. Yeah, you sound like a real fan here. <laughs> no, 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 I was trying to make sure I had the song right. It's um, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a fish song. It's the first time they ever played it. It's a um, Tay uh, Tay Zande song. 
if you, you if you if you check it out, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I'll get right on. But anyway, it. they played 13 straight shows and never and never repeated a, a song in 13 straight nights, which is pretty crazy. All right, but again, you could you could be going on the night where they don't play any of the songs that you like. But I guess if you're a fish fan, you like every true, song. But like, general, yeah, I mean that that is true. You could. You could, Are there fish songs that you don't like? That is correct, Simonson. Tay Absurd, Chocolate Rain. Uh, yeah, there are a couple songs I don't like, of course. couple. All right, here's my real question. Would you rather? All right, would you rather? Let's get this thing started. By the way, this, still talking about snakes around these parts. Good. I don't I don't think this one's going to have quite the traction because it's uh, yeah. it, it's pretty graphic, and it just I'm, I'm looking quickly, so I didn't, I didn't pick a great one, but this feels like one that will be a topic of discussion, even if it might make you wince. As a man, would you rather... <laughs> Crap a softball or pee a marble? <laughs> that seems wildly inappropriate. <laughs> uh, it does say warning on the front of the book, so that's one of the warnings, I'm sure. You're really digging deep in there. Um, that's actually just middle of the book, too, so I don't know if it gets better or worse as you go forward or backwards. I don't. I don't. I've heard that uh, passing a kidney stone is the most, right. a fate worse than death. I don't know how you pass I mean, the equivalent. Is a, I mean, a marble's like a fall kidney stone. Oh boy! Yeah, that's a kidney stone that you don't you don't recover from. A softball is pretty large. <laughs> I, I think you just go for the death. You just say, <laughs> I just say, I don't want to do it. I'm gonna go softball. I don't even know like what the right. There's no sort of. There's no even nothing to think about here. It just does not. I mean, was, I, and look, I don't want to like. I mean, I'm going softball just because um, I value uh, one side of i mean i value i value one i value one section of the body more than the other so i'm going all softball right. you value your peeper all right i'll have an i have a better less gross one at the end that, that one that one wasn't great i, I mean I, I feel bad for the people who and the, the majority of the people like who like listen to this podcast you know like more people listen than watch it's like oh monday morning i wonder what the fish and softballs yes that's right we just talked about fish and, and crapping softballs for five minutes all right let's get to the real questions and then we'll see how the the would you rather goes at the end okay um oh before we go quickly uh what are your thoughts on the cardinals uh, wants to know what's ryan wilson's venmo handle oh jesus at ryan dash wilson Dash three seven eight three one. I've now memorized it. That's hilarious. The emails continue to pour in. Keep, uh, keep requesting money from Ryan Wilson. Maybe he'll accidentally send you something. Yeah, it gets funnier and funnier each time I get an email. Um, what do you think of the Cardinals rescinding the clause where Kyler oh, Murray yeah, has to do homework? Gotta, yeah, that's good. We got to get into that. Um, ah, man. What? I, I mean, it makes. Here's my me, first I, question. What did you think was going to happen? I didn't think they'd rescind it. I'm, that's my question in general. When the when the when the contract comes out, Kyler has a press conference and they rescind it. My question well, to the Cardinals now, is: Now it's very obvious that it was Kyler's camp that leaked out the, the the clause. Why is that obvious? Why would the Cardinals rescind it then? Because it was embarrassing, like for everybody. That's more embarrassing was, for the Kyler Murray than it is Cardinals. Well, now it's, but now that they rescinded it, it's even more embarrassing for the Cardinals. Again, my general question, not to you, but to the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, is like, what did you think was going to happen when this became public? That's my. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is yeah, exactly. It's like how what, did I game this out? Like, did you? Yeah, I mean, how could you not figure out that you know this is what was going to happen? Right, I agree with that. So um, anyway, that's no longer a thing. <laughs> I suppose we're supposed to forget it, but um, I don't know why Kyler gave that press conference where he seemed angry at the media, since the media wasn't the one that wrote up his contract. But 
Yeah, and it was hilarious too that then the Cardinals team account was tweeting out like, um, they're like, yeah, Kyler says I don't. He's like, it was like they tweeted like a Kyler quote and then like this yelling emoji and then like you know at, and tagged Kyler Murray. It's like, um, you guys know that you're the same team that that put the calls in, right? Like, like you guys are like propping up Kyler on Twitter, but it's like you guys, um, I think that's called gaslighting. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I, I think that, I mean, it's 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 still embarrassing for Kyler that they had to put it in, but getting it out is huge from a perspective of they can now um, no longer that they were now that they can now no longer uh, for default. They can't he can't default on the contract by like by not doing his homework. I've been tender while he's doing film study at home, and perhaps more importantly is that now no one has to answer questions about it since training camp has literally just opened and this was the biggest talking point. Yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty ugly. Um, it, it, I even thought though, and I, I tweeted this out, I mean, but like I thought relative to that clause and I, you know, I told Adam Golden, I talked about it too. You know, at a point, I made the same point that you did. It's like, we've been doing this for 12 years. Like, I mean, really like 15, if you, you, know, you count fan house, I mean, like we've been covering, you know, football for like a decade and a half and, never have we seen anything remotely close to this. I mean, and it is, it's wild. It's, it's a, it is, I can't, I can't believe that Kyler's camp agreed to put it in. I can't believe that the Cardinals tried to force it in the whole thing. Um, our buddy, Michael David Smith, who we used to work with the fan house. And now is the, um, I think he's the editor at pro football talk. I think he, he's the managing he editor. He's the editor. He actually tweeted this out. And it's a good point. He said, you know, you would like to think that you read every word of a contract that pays you, 260 million, whatever the contract's worth is for Kyler Murray. But maybe the agent didn't read that part of the contract. Maybe it was just boilerplate up until the first few pages. And then the agent and Kyler said, let's sign this thing. And they did. And, and then this was later found to be a part of the contract, which seems perhaps like the most reasonable explanation for how we got to this point. But much like the Cowboys trying to sneak one past Randy Gregory with his contract stipulation, he said, peace out. Um, this is just, a, I don't know why the Cardinals put it in there. Like, why Why did the Cowboys do that? It cost them. What Was was it worth it? What What was the, like, why wouldn't you just say to Kyler Murray, if you want this money, we're going to see an uptick in, in your study habits, or we'll just structure the contract as such where, you know, after year one, you make a lot less. I mean, I do think it is probably, <laughs> I do think it is probably a thing where Kyler wanted, like, they were like, we we can't give you, all of this cash unless we get this, this built into the contract. And, and this is the first time in human history though. I I, I don't know, man. I mean, the whole thing is very bizarre. I don't, I don't, I I, I don't know. Like I I don't, I, I would not like if CBS gave you that deal where it's like, and if you, if you don't, um, people are asking what clauses has CBS put in my contract. Um, Mine's like old. So not a ton. Yours isn't that old. You mean it's just been boilerplate since the initial one? Yeah, it's yeah, it's basically just a addendum. They've actually reduced your salary since your first contract, which is sort of weird, but that's another different. Entirely possible. Uh, Caleb Camps says Brinson and Wilson have never read read their contract. Great point. Um, uh, you know what's funny? We actually, I, I know I've read it. I know Breach actually does a better job than both of us. And when COVID hit, we had Breach check our contracts to make sure that we couldn't be let go because everyone was losing their jobs. The, at that point. The, the God clause or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, that's right. You had to have some act of God to, in order to get out of your contract. So that's the only reason. Uh, and breach oddly enough, as goofy as he is, he actually is really good about uh, the, 
crossing. I mean, my, dad's, the, my dad's a lawyer, so I've got. I usually have pretty good. Yeah, but you don't consult them. Breaches are. What are you talking about? Yes, I do. About criminal issues, not about work-related issues. Fair enough. Um. <laughs> yeah, both. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've we've we've read our contracts. Um. Force majeure. Yeah, that's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Frozen, what's it? What's it, the frozen, uh, frozen caveman lawyer? Is that what it used to be? The Saturday Night Live skit, yeah, yeah, that's you, frozen caveman lawyer. Well, you're going to breach for legal advice, like that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're like, breach checked all our contracts, so we're fine. Breach should look at my contract. Don't sleep on breach, that's how breach has gotten so far in life. Everyone slept on him, and then he asking breach for contract advice is not, not asking him for contract advice. But when we're on the podcast, I'll say, Did you read this? and invariably, he'll say yes, and then he'll say, This is what it means. I'll say, Okay, great. I don't um, need to hire a lawyer to find out whether the the God clause is in our contract or not. So defensive. <laughs> Jesus. Defensive All right, what's the first one here? I've had, I've had enough of you already. <laughs> I know, right? God almighty. Go ahead, read it. The NFL World Cup from Dingo Stevens from Australia. I love her. We have somebody else. A lot of Australia. I mean, hey guys. What must, the, what must the podcast seem be like in Australia that, that a lot of Australians are, are forced to listen to the Pick 6 podcast? I don't know. Hey guys, massive fan from Tasmania, Australia. Woot woot. Maybe because I did so much Aussie Aussie radio back in the day. Did you ever do any? Oh yeah, done a ton of Aussie radio. Are you being serious? Yeah, dead serious. NFL Aussie radio? Yeah, I used to do Aussie radio for the Super Bowl every year. And um, I didn't know it was a while. Um, Because the problem is like the timing is just not great. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, NFL a thing in Australia? Like is it? Yeah. As big as it is in London, you were literally reading mailbag. You just said our podcast is big in Australia. Why would what? It's all relevant. You're not listening to it for the fish takes. God, let's hope not. Anyway, so used to be in Australia. Yeah. Uh, What was his name? The guy who was uh, the 49ers rugby guy. Yeah, I think he's he's since retired too. Jared Haney. Or Jared Hain. Either way. Um, Hey guys. Okay, back to the. Hey guys, massive fan from Tasmania, Australia. I've got a three-part question. All right, you let's guys, go. You guys always talk about the Super Bowl winner as the world champs, but what if there was an actual NFL World Cup? Who would be in your starting team, USA? Who do you think would be in the top five nations and why? And how much do you think USA would beat Australia by in a game? Cheers, fellas. Well, I have no real idea of what the other nations football leagues look like. They're all amateur leagues. I'm pretty sure. Like I know a lot of the European, like Germany has a league. Italy may have a league. England I'm sure has a league. I think our buddy Johnny who has a question in this mailbag mentioned that there's a, a, he may have played for a little bit, I think in an amateur league, Yeah, but there's a huge difference. Even like zoom call with Johnny. Right. Exactly. I would imagine that the best division three program in the U S would win regularly. The, country championships in other countries uh yeah yeah i mean i mean like well i mean it's american football like uh, that's why the usa sucks at soccer usa doesn't suck at soccer but that's been uh i don't i don't mean that we suck it i just know my point has been a hundred year chance to catch up and then the last 20 years but like when's our last world cup victory uh well we didn't go last time i meant Um, like when's the last time we won the world cup well we've never won the world cup yeah exactly well that's a one in four year event and there are 24 teams. I think it's well, we're talking about an NFL World Cup. I don't think it's happening every year. But anyway, so here's where I would start because it's sort of akin to the Olympics. And I, I'll use the um, USA basketball. 
So um, Chuck Daly was a coach of the Dream Team. I think Coach K was actually an assistant on that team. I think Coach K has since been a coach for uh, USA Basketball for the Olympic team. So the first order of business is who's going to be the coach? Do, I mean, Bill Belichick feels like the layup, but would you want to go with someone younger, someone who seems more open-minded to young players? Belichick head coach, Andy Reid, offensive coordinator. You wouldn't want a Sean Payton. You wouldn't want um, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. I'm I just mean, saying, do you want a young? Come out swinging with Belichick as the head coach. Because it's a little bit like Coach K, where everybody, all these players want to play for Belichick. At 69, is he up to the task? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay, Andy reads the OC. Who's the DC? Um, Bill Belichick. So you have two coaches. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's actually what I might do is make McVay the head coach. There's no way Bill Belichick is working for Sean McVay. <laughs> yeah. And you get Brandon Staley be the DC if you want to go that direction. Like, want to do the old switch? I'm just saying it's like this is for like to, like the best thing America could roll out. Yes, Belichick, Andy Reid, maybe even like Sean Payton's the OC. If Andy Reid doesn't want to travel, <laughs> Andy Reid head coach, Belichick DC, Sean Payton OC. That might be fun. And I don't know that Bel- again. Belichick's probably not going to be uh, willing to do that. No, no I, I, he feels like he leans into the details, and he might be completely fine with letting, especially people he respects. And it's hard to tell when he talks to the media, but sometimes you'll catch glimpses of him talking about special teams for forty-five minutes. And you would imagine that he has a lot of respect I mean, I think, for. I think he, yeah, I think he would be willing to like say, "Hey, look, I'm fine not being the head coach. I'm going to be the defensive coordinator." And we're right. Let's, let's assume let's assume that happens. So Andy Reid and Bill Belichick, I'm on board with. But and Sean Payton's taking the year out. But that aside, he's still one of the best play callers ever. So Sean Payton, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. You're taking, or maybe I go Kyle Shanahan, offensive coordinator. I think the di- dynamic between Reid. Peyton and Belichick, they can all get along. There's several, yeah. like they're within a 20 year age range. I wonder if Kyle Shanahan and his flat brim hats might rub the old timers the wrong way. And this is just me sort of. Uh, no way. I think, I think the fact that Kyle is like, you know, comes, his dad is, is mine. Yeah, I, I think they'd be fine. All um, right. Either way. So you're, right, I'll take Sean Payton. You're taking Kyle Shanahan. Um, yeah, it's just six half. Dozen. That's fine. That's a half a dozen one. Right. All right. So this is for this upcoming summer. Not this summer, but 12 months from now. So who's your quarterback going to be? Um, I mean, I think, uh, I mean. That's easy. Lay up. Patrick Mahomes. I, I said lay up, and I was thinking, well, do I want it to be Josh Allen or Justin Herbert? <laughs> I think I think if you've got Andy Reid as head coach, you go with Mahomes. I think so, so too. Yeah, you know, Mahomes is the best. And who's your backup? Um, I don't know if you can have Tom Brady. You've got Belichick on there. Forget that, dude. You, you bring Josh Allen. Done. Moving on. Next next question. Okay. I mean, Aaron Rodgers would be fine, too. I'm too old. I don't want any old-timers. I don't want any like any people tainting the young players with their old-man perspectives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, young guys. I guess, well, I guess if you know that this team could be playing again in four years, you want the best young talent so it can be cohesive. Like That's the whole thing about these World yeah. Cup teams is like, and the Olympic teams. You want them to play together. Um, all right. Running back. Jonathan Taylor. Next. Yeah, you get a backup if you want. I don't know if I'd even bring Derek Henry. I, I'm, I'm, wait, slow down there. I might Christian bring McCaffrey. Nick. I was going to say Nick Chubb, but sure. I think Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. John Jonathan, really. He's hurt all the time. It's one. It's a, it's a tournament. It's not, it's not one game, but yeah. I mean, all right. Um, obviously, all right. Cooper Cup is your first choice for wide <laughs> receiver. All right. You, you need, let's go with three wide receivers. So is Cooper going to be one of the three? Yes. Who are the other two? Jeez, I can't believe I have to go through this. Um, again, you want to go young, so I think you go Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. Woo! 
Uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's not that young. No Tyreek? You're taking so you have Tyreek and Cooper Cup, or you're taking Cooper Cup. I mean, I'm just doing it to spite you. And and to cost the US a gold medal, but okay. So give me your three. You can if you want Cooper in there, that's fine. But who are the three? I said Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Cooper Cup. No Devontae Adams. No Tyreek Hill. Okay, I'll take Devontae Adams. We'll do two teams. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and I'll I'll take Justin Jefferson. I mean, okay. What do you mean? What's wrong with that? I said okay. You said it with an attitude. All right. Well, what's the <laughs> yes. next what's, what's the next position? I was trying to find the all pro teams. Um I'll send you the link so you can go through it. I mean, Debo Samuel would be fun to throw in there too, but no. Um, all right, tight end. Okay, so again, are Young we, is... This, we, this is going to be like the only mailback question we answer. We're not going to get to... Well, this is a great question. So we might as well sort of start sad breaches in here. So Kelsey's 30. We didn't went through this in the last podcast. Kittle's 26. Mark Andrews, George Kittle. Done. Let's go. Darren Waller's 27. All right, so you... Andrews and, Andrews and Kittle give you the best bang for your buck blocking-wise and receiving-wise, I think. So you said Andrews and Kittle. I'll take Waller... And are, are two teams going to play each other? No, we're just sitting two two teams. Then and then uh, breach will be the deciding factor. I'll I'll take Waller and Kittle. I'll join Kittle as well. So Waller and Kittle for me. But yeah, you can't go wrong with them. Yeah. the only reason Travis Kelsey's in there is because he's thirty. All right, next position. Are right, we do the entire off? We got to do a whole offensive line. Um, we'll go through it quickly. All right, Trent Williams left tackle, or Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs plays right tackle. What's that? Doesn't Tristan Wirfs play right tackle? Yes, he does. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was literally just reading off the all-point list. Um, I, I, sorry, Rashawn Slater and, Trish, and Trent Williams. Is Trent Williams still the best? How old is he these days? He's he's older. I don't care. I'm taking Trent Williams. Um. Okay. And then... um. Quentin Nelson. Who's the other? Uh, let's see. Quentin Nelson, Zach, Zach Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, these are harder because honestly, we don't sit there and stare at offensive linemen. Creed Center, Humphrey. Creed Humphrey, Corey Lindsley is good. We're just looking at the offer list, but yeah, that's yeah, all. yeah. I mean, Creed Humphrey too. Like you get the cohesion with Mahomes. I think is very important. all right. Let's go edge rusher. We'll we'll do three. Okay, wait. Do you, okay, do you, do you, okay. We're just gonna do the left side of the offensive line. Who are you uh, gonna have? I see what you're saying. We'll just do two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We don't. Yeah, need Tristan Wirfs and whoever else you want to add is fine. Yeah. We're, we're not. Tristan Wirfs, Lane Johnson. Yeah, done. Okay. Right. <laughs> so three edge rushers. Um. Oh. So I'll start while you get the list up. T.J. Watt's going to be one. No one disagrees disagree with that. So two other ones. Uh. Yep. Well, you said T.J. You said T.J. Watt and who else? I said two other ones. So that's the only one that um, we agree on. I mean, I think you take Miles Garrett. I mean, you're not going to lose Miles Garrett. What about Micah Parsons? Would you put Micah Parsons on there? Or would you want to list him as an inside linebacker? And then list him as a linebacker and then sneak him on as an edge rusher. Okay. Uh, so which Bosa? Like Nick, Bo- uh, Nick Bosa for me. You could go Max Crosby. Like, I don't want to disrespect Max Crosby, but I think I'm going Garrett, Bosa, TJ Watt. Like that's lethal. Uh, Chase Young, Rashawn Gary. I'm still looking at some other names. Daniil Hunter. No, we are, look, those three are good. Cam Jordan. See, Cam Jordan and Cam um, Hayward are, are you know three four defensive ends. 
So maybe we'll revisit them as defensive ends. Okay, so yeah, I'm fine with you with what you said there. We'll we'll circle back on Michael Parsons um, when we talk about the linebackers. I'm just going down the list here that PFF has for the positions. Interior defensive line, Aaron Donald's number one. Um, so Chris Jones, Cam Hayward, Kenny Clark, Vita Vea. Um, Jeffrey Simmons. God, there are a lot of good guys here. I, know. Uh, I think Jeffrey Simmons... And so if we're going to do, we do four defensive tackles. I think Chris Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, Aaron Donald, Cam Hayward. Okay. My God, I can't really argue and that's with like that. a nice blend of guys who, and you could go Vita Vey. I'd be fine with Vita Vey in there too. Like we're just a blend of guys that can, um, you know, you can kind of rotate through like guys. I'm not going to disagree with your, your first list of four there. Okay. All right. Uh, linebackers, Micah Parsons, we're going to put here and we'll do, we'll do two more. So we can have Shaquille Leonard. Fred Warner. Oh, wow, good call. I was like, I was like, who's Shaquille? What are you talking about? Yeah, Shaquille Leonard. Um, Fred Warner. Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith, or Fred and Fred Warner. Four linebackers. That's fine. Um, yeah. Okay. Cornerback. Okay, corner. I was just going on the list. It said safety, but corner. Oh, they're Jaylen doing Ramsey, slot. obviously. So they're doing slot corner. The breakdown I'm looking at here. So we'll do four, okay. and we'll do. Three corners and a slot or two and two. I don't care. So Jalen Ramsey. Um, I, mean, I think you prefer um, people with versatility too, but Jalen Ramsey's a lock. I think. Gosh. AJ Terrell is going on there. Yeah, it's too soon. I was looking, I'd rather have, I think I'd rather have Xavier Howard. How was, how was Howard's season last year? Xavier Howard's fine. All pro. Denzel just got paid. It's a word that is. Um, AJ Terrell's good. Don't get me wrong. And that defense stinks. So he really stands out. Jerry Alexander just got paid and he should have. Oh, this is tough. Yeah, Jerry Alexander's a good one. All right. Jerry Alexander, AJ Terrell, and Jalen Ramsey. Oh, okay. And then slot corner. Oh, uh, eh. These are guys that are specialists. So I'm, I'm going to add JC Jackson just because. Okay. That's fine. Mix up a little bit. All right. And then finally, safety. And you got Belichick coaching, which means you know you'll get the most out of JC Jackson. Yeah. So safety, let's do three. So Minka uh, for, for Pete Frisco. No, Derwin James is first. Well, it doesn't matter the order. I mean, but yeah. Oh, fine. We'll throw Minka on there. Well, Minka's free safety. Derwin's a strong safety. And then. I, I think maybe you, uh, uh, Kevin Byer, just to throw it in uh, Deion Sanders' face. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Deion Sanders still doesn't know who he is, so it doesn't matter. But uh, okay. Baker would be fun, too, just for the versatility. And Yeah, I can't believe you didn't go with your buddy Antoine Winfield Jr., your favorite player. Yeah, I mean, I love him, but I, all right, no, that's that's a team that's going to win every game. Yeah, they're going to win game fifty six to 54. every game. The over under, I'm going to set at thirty seven, and I'm taking the over every game. I don't even know who the second best team is in in the world. I mean, the spread would be like four, minus forty. I just said thirty seven. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you take, you, just, yeah, you take the freaking. It's like it's like the spreads in the in the ninety two Dream Team games. Yeah, I mean, there's just no, there just aren't enough good players from any other team, any other country. Like Canada, maybe. Yeah, the Canada is a good call because there are a lot of good players um, from Canada, that, like uh, John Mechie, uh, Neville Gallimore, Chase, Chase Claypool. That's a good one. Yeah, so that that might be the best competition. Uh, it, it would be an absolute bloodbath. I don't know if Mexico plays a lot of football. I'm just thinking about it's, North American it teams. Would be, it would be. It would be. A, it would be. A, it would be an, oh, it's totally disrespectful. We didn't do kickers and punters. <laughs> No, Justin Tucker, and then I don't know who the best punter is. Whoever you baby. Woo! There you go. Done and done. Okay. All right. All right. What's the next? That's a great question. 
Good question. Yes, good question. We'll um, send this to Breach. He can write it up and he'll he'll tweet it out because we're not going to waste any more time talking to him about it since he went on a two month vacation. That's right. Instead, we're going to take a break and we come back. More mailbag questions next. The all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H track, all wheel drive, standard third row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. Ensure you can take on any adventure available H track, all wheel drives. So you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud standard third row seating. So your whole family can experience the thrill together available dual wireless charging pads. So no one gets stuck in the great outdoors, with the dead phone, whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip. Maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid. I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, more mailbag questions. I know in the chat, uh, my buddy Matthew Wiley said, Rashad Penny, top three running back. This is a statement, not a question. That would be something else. Carson retired. They drafted Ken Walker the third, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think there's a I think there's a decent chance that one of those now the only problem with the Seattle running backs is that it's possible those teams are trailing very frequently. But I do think that has not never stopped Pete Carroll in the past. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing is like um the Seahawks. My my belief is that the Seahawks are going to uh muddle games as much as possible. Just turn them into ugly, like uh, unders early on in the season for the Seahawks games are going to be cash. Like if there's any, if it's anything above like 35. First half unders are going to be layups. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to pound the football, eat up as much clock as possible, play a bunch of defense and try and keep like, just figure out ways to steal games. I think that like, that's going to be their formula. We, we saw it in 2011. And well, I think in 2011, 2011, that's basically what they did. That's what Russ got there. Is that your point? Russ got there in 2012. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like the non-Russell Wilson Seahawks under Pete Carroll, as the Legion of Boom was getting built up, they like... That's with Tavares Jackson. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, so, so in 2011, right. they went 7-9. and nine. They allowed 19.7 points per game, which was 7th in the NFL, and they scored 20.1 points per game, which is 20. And then in 2012, before they drafted Russ, do you remember who they signed to that relatively big contract? The quarterback? Yeah, of course, Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, I can remember his name, so I'm glad you did. Like the third week of the season, they played the Cardinals, and they won 13 to 10. All right, uh, related to that is a question from Pism311 at Twitter. Gino or Drew? Mm. That's the question. I think it's going to be Gino for the exact same reason 
that I just laid out. Like they Drew Lock is Drew Lock is not the guy you want to trust to manage the game. Drew Lock is the guy you want to play YOLO ball with. Um, and it's funny that you I don't I don't even disagree with that, but it's funny that the comparison is with Geno Smith, and Geno Smith is the safe the safer option. Yeah, I, I think Pete, like Geno Smith is like how old is Geno? Let's see. I I want to say that. He's drafted in twenty the twenty thirteen class. I'm trying to see. All right, so in two thousand and um, God, Tavares Jackson was twenty eight in two thousand eleven. That's wild. Um, I would have guessed. There's no way Gino's twenty eight, right? He could be. He's drafted in twenty thirteen, I think. So that would make him thirty ish, twenty nine, thirty one. He will turn thirty two in October. Wow. There you go. So he's been around forever, but still young. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it's just. Like I, I think it's going to be Gino. I think they trust Gino enough to like not make massive to, to just be cautious, to check down when they need to, to 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 be a, a very very boring quarterback and to and to steal some wins. Like they did steal last some year. wins. All right. I don't know what the over under is for Caesars, but I'm putting it at six and a half. Uh, that's probably right. Well, what are you taking? Um, I. I mean, I don't want to take the over, but I, I just have this feeling that they're going to like steal wins. I just really do. I, don't, I know, I know that's dumb. Um, I just feel like they're going to find a way to <laughs> to win seven games. <laughs> sort of like I, I know. Again, I know it's crazy, and it probably won't happen. But everyone is burying them. It's over under six. Under is minus one thirty. Good lord! Yeah, I'm going under. Under six and a half. Six under is tough. Um, so going under unders. Chris Joseph in the chat asks NC State over or under eight and a half wins. I still haven't uh, watched uh, Dennis Leary. Devin Leary. I would put some damn respect on Devin Leary's name. Devin. I had the D right. Got the last name correct. Okay. Freaking junior football analyst, draft analyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Devin Leary is really, really good. Uh, the I would take the over here. I, I think NC State wins nine or 10 games. Um, Sweet Jesus. When's the last time they won 10 games? Oh, uh, it should have been last year, but. The, you, but Chip on Kelly, planet Earth, when's the last time they won? Chip Kelly, coward was a coward. Um, acted like he's anyway. Uh, acted like his teammate COVID. Um, I love that you cut yourself off and then finish the joke. Yeah, what a joke! <laughs> Dead serious. What is the last? When's the last time? Uh, let's see. Oh, I got to check my my trusty computer because I'm going to make sure I don't say something stupid. But if you had a good, well, if you said it when you said over eight and a half. If they were a good team, you could say, oh, two years ago. I mean, they've won nine games. Nineteen eighty-four. Thank three you. Three times in the last five seasons. Nineteen well, two thousand two. When I was oh, in, when I was in college, a, we we beat uh, Notre Dame in the Gator Bowl. Won eleven games. Eleven and three. Oh, you're counting the the bowl game was, victory as a win? Yeah, they count. Oh, two. Finished was, finished twelfth in the AP poll. That was Phil Rivers. Came into the next year ranked fourteenth before the season. We're not ranked it? at the end of the season. Went eight and five. Very very NC State of us. Yeah. Lost Wake Forest. Anyway, um, Chris, Chris, the the under is in play at eight and a half. Uh, I would, I would not bet the under. I would bet the over. That's fine. David Tiggins won nine games three times in the last five years. One of the other ones he won eight eight games. Speaking of over unders, Emery Hunt asks over under on camp fights when full pads go on Monday. Um, All thirty two teams are in session Monday. Thirty three and a half. I think this is. I'm going to go under that uh, under that number, and this is why. I think that the fights don't start happening until players realize they're going to get cut, and they're frustrated, feel like they have to mix things up, perhaps self self motivate, whatever. Okay. So I'm going to go under 33 and a half. Friend of the program, Emory Hunt, of course, our colleague. 
don't know if he likes you, but I think he does podcast. like me. From the podcast. Um, Dennis Leary, how dare you? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I got lost. Um, let's try to pour some more Topo Chico into my there. Thank you. Uh, At 1 42 p.m. on Friday, it's 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 water, it's mineral water. There's no alcohol in it. Zero calorie. I can't see it. Zero calories. Look at this weirdo. Um, okay. Uh, Josh Alvarez asks, who will the Steelers trade for once they see their QBs throw a few passes? Oh, ho, ho, a pie down hard. I want to say the joke's on Josh, but this is pretty funny. I was reading uh, Mark Cabali, longtime Steelers beat reporter who now writes for The Athletic, who after the first day of practice last week noted that Kenny Pickett, after one session, Reminded him a lot of uh, early in his career, Mason Rudolph. That <laughs> was like, oh, sweet Jesus. That was not a compliment, right? <laughs> uh, no, he wasn't being, he wasn't trying to be nasty. He was just saying, this is what it reminds me of after one practice, which means very little. But, you know, you'd prefer to come out like gangbusters and not come out like Mason Rudolph year one. But Mason Rudolph has looked the best in, in the, I think we're three practices in now as we record this podcast in terms of accuracy. Um, so, I think Mason Rudolph ends up being the player who gets drafted. I think Mitchell Trubisky ends up starting the season, and I think Kenny Pickett remains on the bench. Uh, I hope I'm wrong about Kenny Pickett. He was my fifth-rated quarterback, I think, in the draft class. Um, so I, I, I don't see they can't. They can't. They are just. Start, they, it's if Trubisky stinks, they're just. They just have to go to Kenny Pickett, like, and and then you just have yeah. to ride out Kenny Pickett for like three years. Not even. It, we've seen it happen all the time. It, it's funny this time of year we see all these quarterbacks uh, moving teams, like Baker going to Sam to to the Sam Darnold Panthers. Two players drafted in the top three who are now terrible by most accounts in terms of expectations. If Kenny Pickett sucks this year and sucks next year, they're going to draft a quarterback or look for one somewhere else. That's just the reality of it. So you have, um, you know, you probably have twenty starts, and if after twenty starts, and just in general, not not in terms of the Steelers, but in generally speaking with these young quarterbacks. Yeah, twenty starts. You you have an idea of whether the guy's gonna be good or not, and then you go in another direction. I mean, they, have really, they have been willing to move on from Mason Rudolph. Like he's gotten like, he's a backup. They just felt comfortable. I mean, they kept Landry Jones forever as a backup, but now that Roethlisberger's retired and you know chirping every other day on the radio about how things how he was mistreated, they have bigger concerns. So yeah, I, I think that the Mason Rudolph will ironically be the one who gets traded, even though he's so far early on their camp appeared to be the. The most consistent, which really isn't a surprise. He's been there the longest. Mason Rudolph's been the most consistent? In the first for the first three days of practice. Yes. Give me the under on the freaking Steelers win total. All right. Doubt Mason Rudolph at your own risk. I, I will have said, said no one ever. All right, go ahead. What's next? Next up is oh, sorry. Uh, that, that was not my fault. Jay John ask, why am I not putting my life savings on Brady MVP, Brady most passing yards, and Brady most touchdowns? Hashtag fat running back, hashtag terrible NFC. This is our buddy Johnny, by the way. Oh, um, what's up, Johnny? Love Johnny. Uh, I would say the reason you're not doing that is because it sounds like Ryan Jensen might be out for the season. And that means that the, the Buccaneers will be replacing with Ali Marpet retiring. Um, and then they lost somebody. They, they're basically replacing their entire interior offensive line. Shaq Mason, they traded for from the Patriots. Um, yes. Our buddy Stephen O from Sportsline did the math. And if Ryan Jensen's out for a long period of time, I haven't heard anything in terms of the details of you about Ryan Jensen. Uh, they're saying they feel the rumor, the buzz is that they feel very concerned about this. 
Uh, I mean, Stephen, it, could, it could be the season. They're hoping it's just a few months. Stephen O's simulation uh, without Ryan Jensen, the win total goes from 10.1 to 10, uh, 10.4 to 10.1. So, I mean, that's a massive third uh, of a game. Hubble said Ryan Jensen will miss at least a couple of months. Okay. Well, then it's probably, it's probably not torn if it's just a couple of months, which could be good news. I mean, if he's, if he's, if he's already, if he's, okay, let's see. Rick Stroud, uh, yeah, he will, I mean, a couple of months is a long, long time. Yeah, but it's not 12 months, which is what an ACL would be. He would he'd miss the entire season. Fox coach Todd Bowles said Ryan Jensen will miss at least a couple of months, and they will see what the damage is to determine whether he can return at all. I mean, that, look, I understand what you're saying. That is a that's a very nebulous comment. Um, but again, so Tom Brady's played with – we'll see who the center ends up being, whether they go out and get one or whether it's Robert Hainsey, their second-year player out of Notre Dame. But who else is in the running for MVP? Patrick Mahomes – Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. Where is Tom Brady in terms of the odds? I was just trying to find it. Um, I figured that'd be on the that's something you would look at every day. No, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't check. It's it's difficult to navigate. Hold on one second. Joe Burrow could be in that conversation, assuming he gets he recovers right. from his appendix. All right, so most passing touchdowns, Brady is the favorite at five to one. Okay. Most um, MVP, let's say all the way down to the bottom. Allen is the favorite, seven to one. Mahomes, eight to one. Brady, nine to one. Who's next? Who's the next two? Rodgers, 10. Herbert, 10. Burrow, okay. 13. Right. Russ, 16. Dak, 16. Stafford, 16. Lamar, 20. That's intriguing to me. Kyler, 22. Deshaun, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 30. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Derek Carr, 30. Also ridiculous. Derek Henry, 45. Absurd price. Uh, Trey Lance at 50 to one is kind of interesting. Um, that would be fun. Where's Kenny Pickett on that, that list? Oh, he's actually a uh, three to one. Oh, that makes sense. No, well, sorry, that's where you're billion to one. Excuse me. No. They, 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 I missed the, uh, I missed the, <laughs> you missed the B. Yeah. So if you're betting a hundred bucks, who are you betting? And you only have to spend it on what you only can spend it on one person. You still Josh uh, Allen? No, I mean, I, I think I, I do. I do think that Allen is the correct favorite. Um, at seven to one, I'm just not. I'm not putting a hundred dollars on that. Like it's just there's too the odds. The, there's just too many different variables about things that can happen. And Aaron Rodgers won last year, right? He won the last two years, so it'd be really, really unlikely that Aaron Rodgers would win again. Right. I'm just thinking that Brady. I don't know. Like Brady, it just seems like he played really well last year. No doubt about it. The Ryan Jensen thing doesn't concern me as much as it concerns you, but it is clearly concerned. Chris Goblin's coming back from the ACL, so will he be? When will he hit 100? percent Mike Evans, they have. They don't have Gronk. If, I mean, if I'm going to go 100 down, Lamar is the answer. I think at 20 to one. I might go Justin Herbert. What's Justin's number? 10 to one. Yeah, I think I might go Justin. Although I probably like Lamar a little better. Lamar's won it before. I mean, they, those voters don't really want to vote for him. I wouldn't. I mean, what I would like to do is split between Lamar and Trey Lance. Oh, that's a good deal. Like seventy thirty or something like that. So you're telling Johnny not to put yeah, his life I mean, savings I on Brady MVP. What about what about most um most touchdowns? I just I don't want to bet the favorite on that. I mean, again, like and the other, the other thing too is like if the NFC is terrible, and I'm not saying Tom Brady can't win, he definitely can. Like the running back, the running game doesn't look like it's gonna be awesome in, in Tampa. Um Leonard Fournette weighs three hundred and twenty five pounds, so he's gonna Todd, Todd Balls, I mean, you don't no more no more Bruce Arians, though. So maybe they dial it back a little bit with how they how they approach the passing game in terms of aggressiveness. Okay. So I mean, so, I, I'm not doing that, but like I, I wouldn't be shocking if Brady led the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns and, and he and the voters gave him MVP if the if the if the Bucks go 
14 and three, you know, you've like, never I, been one to bet the favorites, the front runners. Anyway. There's just not a ton of value. Like if you can get, what I would do is maybe if they're replacing the interior offensive line, let's see what the, If they're if they're replacing the interior of the offensive line and and they start out with at the Cowboys at the Saints and the Packers at home, I would wait until after that stretch. Now, look, if if they win those three games, Brady will be the prohibitive favorite if they're three and zero after those games because those are cost you, right? But I would wait and see because if they somehow go one and two in those games, which wouldn't be crazy at all. No, they started slow. Brady's first year. Brady's never beaten the Saints at the the Cowboys. You know, at home we're gonna be good. They 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 hung with them. And then, you know, Packers and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that's just going to be a close game. Like, if, if they start out slow, you might get a really good price on Brady. So I think that's probably what I would do is wait and see what happens um, after that. They didn't get the Chiefs. Oh, my God, they get the Chiefs in week four. That's a tough stretch. Maybe that's why Bruce Arians retired. <laughs> he saw the schedule. Then they get Falcons, Steelers, Panthers, Ravens, Rams. My goodness gracious. Seahawks, Browns, Saints, 49ers. This is a really tough schedule. That's going to be the similar schedule to every other team in that division, which is the good news. I would, this is just my nature. Like, if, like, so, like, for Johnny's purposes, what I would do is if, you, if you're, I put like a quarter of your life savings on Brady pre, if you really want to do this, put a quarter preseason and then put, like, be prepared to dump more as the, like, depending on how those first four games go. Dump more into or more out of? Or into. Okay. Because, like, if you can get Brady at a really good price, if they're going to start two and two, which again isn't crazy, like to, a, a team that goes to starts out two and two with Tom Brady on it, he is not out of the MVP race at all. No. Um, okay. Next question from Dirty Hippie Chris uh, What camp battles are you keeping a close eye on? For me, it's unclear backfields like the Falcons or Texans. Um, Steelers quarterback. Steelers quarterback. Steelers wide uh, receiver. Steelers wide receiver. I mean, obviously the Panthers quarterback, I think, is a is a big one. We talked about this in the in the previous divisional podcast, but like the uh defensive line is a huge issue across the league, apparently. <laughs> so yeah. pick a team and see who's gonna be defensive lineman. But obviously Orlando Brown situation in Kansas City, how is that gonna sort itself out? It's not really a camp battle, it's a battle between uh management and an employee. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, but I mean that's a concern. Lamar Jackson's situation, who he said that um he doesn't want to negotiate forever, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah, no, it's like a um, Traylon Burks in, in Tennessee. Something to keep an eye on. He had a, a rough mini camp in terms of not. I mean, Gino uh, and Drew Locke is a big one. Gino and Drew Locke. but to Traylon Burks's credit, he's come out and said he, you know, he's gotten in shape and he's looking forward to the challenge. Yada yada yada. So hopefully that works out. Um, uh, from a fantasy perspective, I'm interested in both uh, two AFC uh, East running back situations, the like Devin Singletary, James Cook, Zach no Moss, yep, uh, and then like Mostert, uh, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle, uh, down in uh, Miami as well. Like, what are the Packers wide receivers situation? How does that shake out? Like, that's a big one. Yep. So, I saw a headline. I don't remember where it was from. It may have been a uh, actually maybe a CBS headline, but um, AJ Dillon is going to get more of the workload than, than Aaron Jones is is the uh, <laughs> bold take. I don't I don't think that's been spoken out loud by anyone in the Packers organization, but that's just something to look out for. Uh, how does Christian Kirk and Zay Jones do on the big money deals in Jacksonville? That's another thing to keep an eye out on. Who are going to be the wide receivers in Cleveland? After Don, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think Anthony Schwartz came off the field with an injury yesterday. I don't know what the report is on that or last week if you're listening to this on Monday. Um, Jarvis, where did Jarvis Landry sign? 
Do you remember? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. Yes, I do remember. Oh, yeah. So there are a ton of, ton of, ton of, uh, yeah. Um, Talking points there. All right. Camp battles. There was a chat comment, I think. Sorry, not a, not always chats us in. I, I never see the, the um oh uh uh did we talk oh uh caleb campson says just listening to the afc west podcast and your concerns about my chiefs make me sad anyway jimmy g to seattle is happening right that's my mailbag question only uh, if they only if he gets cut yeah i think that's right if the he, only if, team that can afford him on a trade is the browns the browns said they're out well not the browns but um mary Kay Cabot of cleveland that comes to it looks like I think she's the one that reported that it, the Browns weren't interested. Um, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, it's Seattle only happens if he's cut, and I don't. I mean, I think Seattle will probably happen if he's cut, but as we pointed out, like you know, he could end up going to the. Um, it, it wouldn't be crazy if he went to the Texans, you know, with the or it, or it was actually it was uh, it was Sully who pointed that out, not you. Um, I talk about an HQ, but the Casario link, Casario link, you know, you know, compete with Davis Mills, and if you beat, you know, maybe they, I, 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 I would think that they probably don't want to uh, try try to win as quite as much as they may claim, but you know, we'll, we'll I think they probably do. But Jets and Giants would be interesting. I mean, Joe Flacco, I think, is the primary backup in New York right now with the Jets. Want to have a, a younger, handsomer version than Jimmy G? Same with the Giants. I mean, you could even start Jimmy G. For the Giants, if Daniel Jones doesn't doesn't click this year, yeah. All right, uh, we're making we're making great time here. You're worried yeah, about yeah. the time, yeah. <laughs> I got somewhere to go. Um, uh, last one. Name your from at Made for PMS contest. Okay. Um, name your three best song playlists of tracks to put the players in the right mindset at training camp. That's a great question. I wish I'd given this more thought because I I saw it. Um, early when Depot sent the email, then I just I didn't see it again until just now. Um, oh, he says, I got till I collapse from Eminem. Show me what you got, Jay-Z, and know your enemy, Rage Against the Machine. Got to hype him up, but not so much that they kill each other. Um, I'm going to see Rage Against the Machine in concert. <laughs> of course you are. I love Let's her. see. Uh, okay. I can find some of my playlists. Yikes. Uh, so I'll throw Bulls on Parade, on, Bulls on parade in there. Um, and uh, clearly, I mean, uh, I think like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Does this, does this hype other people? It hypes me up, but like, understand you, you don't want to just hype up the, the long snapper. You want to get everyone I know, collectively that's, hyped that's, up. That's the issue. Right. Like if I wanted to hype myself up, I'd play like Spanish moon by little feet. Like that gets me going, but like, it's, that's, gonna, that's what I was going to say. Land, it's going to land flat as hell. Your uh, hype list is some 20 minute fish song that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm terrible at remembering. Awesome. Lyrics and band names. This is, I mean, Breach would be a lot of Britney Spears and some Hootie. I'm going to be incredibly boring. I haven't thought about this. I'll think about it again. But right now, my my sort of de facto, and this got me incredibly pumped up when I saw it, when it happened. I wasn't there live, unfortunately. But uh, like the halftime show of the Super Bowl was fantastic. Like that's something that I could get behind. It was. Term- huh? Oh, it was the Dre Snoop. Yeah, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar yeah. was there. Uh, was Eminem there? He was there, wasn't he? Yeah, Eminem was there. Fifty did the push ups or the pull ups. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that and I'm gonna give this more thought because I, I I um let me look. 
I had a, <laughs> I do have a playlist when I was. Yeah, like I would throw on like Ramblin' Gambling Man by Bob Seger and people would be like, what is wrong with You're you? You're not serious. I mean, it gets me hyped. Hyped for what? By George Michael, that gets me hyped. But like, that, but, no, it doesn't. There's no yeah, way it does. I love it. I got it on a playlist right now. I'm looking at it. What, what, what's Paul the name of it? By the White Stripes. What's the name of the playlist? Uh, it's a private golf playlist. hype music. I want to get somebody by Whitney Houston gets me hyped too. But I'm not hyped for, on a football. What are you getting hyped for? I mean, I'm just driving around. Getting the shadow box in the hallway before you go do what? I'm not saying I would use it for that for those purposes. I'm just saying I like this. One. Like if you need to go out and uh, like play tennis, like you're playing tennis, it's an important match in your old man right, league. So I would go. I, I would go. Um, uh, California Love. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's pretty generic, but like a great like. Song. Listen, it has a little. I'm gonna something. add uh, "Bulls on Parade" by Rage. That's a little too much, but okay. What? I think it, you, you overhype yourself and you, you show up flat, but that's all right. Go ahead. Know, you open up with "Bulls on Parade" and get people hyped, and then you go into "California Loving." Okay. California Loving, California Love. That's what I think I call it, California Loving. Uh, what's the last one? Uh, and then I'm gonna go. Mm. I mean, I'm gonna go "Understand Man" by Metallica. That's your last one. That's the, the order sort of messed up, isn't it? Or you could open. I'm trying to put oh, people to wait, sleep. Wait, I mean, what, what, put people to sleep. Inner Sandman. Have you ever watched the? Have you, did you watch that first? No. Uh, <laughs> the answer is no. I haven't. Have you ever you seen like Virginia Tech's team come out and like when they for football games? No. They're up in Blacksburg and they play Inner Sandman, <laughs> and it's like, dude. All right, oh, go watch. Go Google Virginia uh, Tech, UNC. Metallica. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it was the first game back from the the first college football game back after the COVID season. It's like, I mean, it is an, it is absolutely just like frothing in there. Like I, I got like misty eyed watching it on ESPN. You will get what, chills. What about uh, Renegade by Sticks? I actually, you know what? We probably can't play Metallica on here. But no, you can't. Yeah, they will. They will sue you in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Inner Sandman is like the. Oh, I mean, that what entrance a, is. What, a, what about Renegade by Sticks? Go, go. That's, uh, that's a Steelers joke. I know. I know it is. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna put this one in Slack for so you can watch it at my leisure. Thank you. I look forward you to that. Watch. It's not. It's not long. Okay. Wow, oh, mighty. Oh God! You acted like Inner Sandman. Like put people to sleep with Inner Sandman. Like have you ever listened to Inner Sandman? Entertainment is a sea of a, white people dancing to Metallica. Is what I'm seeing. <laughs> that is that is what you're seeing. Um, not a, but, um, not a. You you will probably like. You'll Jesus. probably have a better listing of songs. So what what would you if you if you thought of this what would you go with and or can you um can you set Ryan straight on Entertainment please? Exactly. That's okay. exactly. <laughs> I, I, I was pulling a Debo. He's on a call. Um, oh yeah, uh, Keaton Croxon in the chat is is throwing out uh, some Zeppelin. Zeppelin would work. Which one? Uh, he threw out "Immigrant Song." Which is, have, to, have to hear. I can't. How's that go? You remember that? It's the one that they play on Thor. Um, <laughs> um what are you doing? You listening to something else? No. Can you hear oh, were, there, were there other recommendations in the chat? I don't have it in front of me. 
No, no, no. Uh, immigrant songs the one where he's like, we come for the land of the ice and Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Any ACDC, any Black Sabbath? I thought about putting Thunderstruck on there. <laughs> oh, that's one everyone knows. Everyone knows that one. Thunderstruck, yeah. Uh, Thunderstruck gets hyped. How, how, quickly, let me see. Best hype songs ever. Remember there used to be that DVD commercial, like the the best, like, uh, like you know, Hi, not hype music, but stadium music. Yeah, exactly. Glitter. <laughs> Bad dog. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Here we go. Well, this. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I Google this. All right. How about this? You, you tell me. Thumbs up or thumbs down? This go. is awesome. By the way, I, best hype songs. What is the? Are, did you? Do the I'm, I'm reading it. What I'm, is the third one down? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking at the same list. Okay, so uh, I actually own this 45 in 1982. I the tiger. You're I not doing either. I don't think it's landing with the no. I the tiger's not that you're looking for. But. Lose yourself. I think it makes the cut. Sure, that's fine. Your thunderstruck is there if you're going sideways, so that's good uh, in terms of third. Uh, I don't think I'm doing any Macklemore and or Ryan Lewis. I'll pass on that. I'm not doing little, any Queen. John turned down for what's good. Yeah, a Queen is not my thing, but I know it gets some people hyped up. That's fine. Uh, Hall of Fame, the script. I don't even know what that is. You know what that is? I don't. Jump around. <laughs> that's that's right out of college, which is funny. Uh, party up DMX. Uh, Drake started from the bottom. I don't know that. I have to hear it. I don't know the like name of songs. A black and yellow. You got to do that if you're a Steelers fan. Wiz Khalifa. I love that you're like making fun of me. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Avicii. I don't know what it, what is Avicii. Wake me up. Uh, Does I say that right? I, I don't. I don't know. Why are you asking? DJ me? Khaled. I like that. All you do is win. Uh, Portugal. Feel it still. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Crazy train with Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, that could be one. All right. Crazy train with Ozzy Osbourne? That's on the list, which I thought was I mean, funny. I get that, but like, I don't think that's... Well, it depends on when you made your... your I mean, it depends on, on who you're, you're putting. Right, exactly. Yeah. If this is an old-timers game, then you probably put that on there. If it's uh, a bunch of young folks, Gen Y or whatever we're on now, Gen Z, then no. All right, that's it. All right, good show. Fun show. We're done. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.